This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Have you ever gotten accidentally stoned? Because I just did and I'm ready to talk about it. I'm also ready to talk about Martha Stewart's Sports Illustrated cover photo shoot, which, of course, led me to a very frank discussion of the words we use to describe the bosom. And last but not least, we've got all the Taylor Swift tea you could possibly drink. So grab a joint, grab a snack, and enjoy. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Harry Tales. I'm really excited to talk today because I'm going to talk about pot. Not for the whole time, but I do want to tell you a story because... I feel like New York is in this weird, is pot legal, is pot not legal moment. And there's dispensaries popping up. Like I was walking through Union Square and there's a dispensary there now. And I walked by it and I was kind of peeking in and the guys, like the security guys outside were like, oh, go in. It's a dispensary. And I was like, and they were like, just show your ID and you're good to go. And I was like, Okay, but a real dispensary like this, this isn't some Times Square, like fake pot store. Right. And they were like, no, this is real. And I walked in and everybody was like, hello. And I was like, is this I was like, you guys don't shit me. Like, is this real pot? Because I've been to the Times Square fake pot trucks back when I was young and innocent and didn't know or when I couldn't find pot. And I was like (laughs) desperate and I was like let me buy a joint. I don't care if it's fake. I just need to feel something. And so I go in and everybody's like, yeah, this is real. We're just doing a pop-up right now, but like, hopefully it'll be a real thing soon. And I was like, okay, so this is happening. And I look at the selection. There's, they have all the suspects. They have tinctures and gummies and sodas. So I got two sodas one for me, one for Kat. We were just walking by and we happened to walk away with some pot soda. She was like, is this going to be crazy? And I was like, no, you'll be fine because it's five MGs. Five MGs to me is like a sweet spot. If you've ever had one of those like uh, Camino gummies, they come in the round tin. Those are usually five MGs. I like saying MGs because what is it? What's It's milligram? Milligram, okay. I'm going to keep saying MGs. <laughs> So that happened and I was like, okay, great. So progress, question mark. And then there's a sale, a Mother's Day sale at one of my favorite stores in Brooklyn called Friends NYC. It's off the Morgan stop. 
the Morgan Owl stop. And it's like a mix of vintage clothes and gifts. And they just have really cute stuff. Like if I were to have a store, it would kind of look like that, I feel. Just random stuff. And the entire store was 30% off. So I walked over there. I got a coffee. I got a donut. It was Mother's Day. And obviously, I'm not in Chicago. So I couldn't really celebrate with my mom aside from, you know, sending her flowers and hopping on the phone. But after that, I was like, it's a sunny Sunday. Let me have a day. Let me hit the sale. There's something so fun about a sale. You know what I mean? It's like, let me buy something, but cheaper. So I go to the sale and I'm walking around the store just picking random things up. Like I bought a mug for my friend, some greeting cards, um, uh, some wrapping paper, just random stuff. I got a bowl shaped like a banana. I haven't had a bowl in a minute. I've, I've been a joint guy for a while. Joints, gummies. I haven't really done the whole bowl thing. But this bowl was $25 and it was it's a banana. And I was like, isn't that kind of cheap for a bowl? I don't know. I feel like bowls, normal bowl is like $25, but this is like a big banana, like pretty. Like I could put it on my shelf and it would be like a display piece. And then I buy some lollipops in their little CBD gummy section. The lollipops are $3.99 each. And I'm just like having fun. I'm just like, whatever. It's on sale. You know, it's a very expensive lollipop, but like, let's go for it. But it says like shroom and THC or like shroom and THC CBD. But I know that you can't sell pot in a store. Like you can't just sell pot in a gift shop. So I was like, this definitely isn't pot, but it's CBD adjacent. It's pot adjacent. It's not going to floor me, but it'll like maybe, you know, give me a nice little feeling, whatever. I don't fuck with CBD because I need something that's either going to like get me high or not. So I get these lollipops. I walk out of there with my bag full of like vintage t-shirts, a banana bowl, wrapping paper and the lollipops. And I pull a lollipop out, take it off the wrapper. I'm walking down the street in the sunlight. It's gorgeous. It's like a blueberry lollipop. I'm just enjoying myself. I get back to my apartment and I'm sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, something has changed within me. Something is not the same. And it just kept getting more and more. Like I was like, oh, I'm baked. Like I was like, oh, I'm accidentally baked. And I know people are always like, oh, I accidentally got baked. I'm like, how do you accidentally get baked? But this is how is you live in New York, you go to the sale and you buy a pot lollipop that you didn't think was a pot lollipop. And all of a sudden you're baked on a Sunday. And I had texted some friends when I got out of the sale. I sent them a picture of my bag and I was like, LMAO, the friends NYC sale got the best of me. And in a way, I think that was like a little spell. Because then I'm sitting there baked and I'm like, no, the sale really did get the best of me. Like I'm sitting there like, honey, you need to be warned about these lollipops because they will floor you. Somebody's mom is going to eat one of those. Somebody's kid is going to eat one of these lollipops. I knew the last bite, like like the last bite of the lollipop, I could taste something that wasn't normal because 
if you're digesting any sort of pot, there's only so much you can do to mask the pot taste. Like even if it's a gummy, like you're still going to taste pot. And so that last bite, I was like, mm, something is interesting about this, but alas, I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm, you guys, I swore, like, I was baked the rest of that Sunday and I had to, um, you know, I was out of commission. I was just like, whoops, got baked. So I just think that we should talk about the fact that if a lollipop is able to make you stoned, I think it should come in a little basket that says, Hey, this is going to get you stoned. It shouldn't be next to all the other CBD lollipops that aren't going to do anything to you. Like, I just, I wish I had a list of people like I could, me being Aaron Brockovich about the weed lollipops, I could be like, look, there are people baked out here in these streets because they ate one of your lollipops on accident thinking that it was just a lollipop. And I have like two more of them. And I'm wondering like, when should I like eat these lollipops? I should give them to people that don't smoke pot and be like, here you go. Here we go. <laughs> Just kidding. Could you imagine? On the set of the Titanic, somebody spiked the soup with PCP or something, like the clam chowder. Somebody put like drugs in it. And to this day, nobody knows who did it. And half the people like had to go to the hospital. They weren't, they, nobody like died or anything, but they were like tripping and they were like running around the hospital, like freaking out. Um, that's in all the Titanic like lore stories. It's the PCP chowder. Um, so that's my pot experience. Happy Mother's Day. Um, happy Mother's Day from me and the bakery. <laughs> I, do you guys experience that, especially living in New York? Like, have you ever accidentally eaten pot? Like, to me, I just didn't think that would ever happen. Like, it's kind of like those Halloween stories that are like, please, like, be careful. Your kids could be. And it's like, honey, nobody's putting drugs in the candy. Like, that is too expensive. <laughs> Nobody is just going to give some drugs to the kids. Um, but uh, not only did I get accidentally baked, I met James Charles. So um, lots can happen in a week, as you guys know. I went to the GLAAD Awards with Victor and Rolf, which is the perfume company that makes Spice Bomb or Flower Bomb, Spice Bomb, Flower Bomb. Um, you've definitely smelled it before. It's a very popular scent, but they invited me to their table. I didn't get a plus one, so I didn't have anybody to like lean in and whisper to, which is, you know, you really want somebody like that if you're going to a sit down dinner, because otherwise you're kind of just like pushing your chicken around the plate. Like I... <laughs> What up? I sat next to Davis and that was good. Um, so we kind of had each other. We were sitting right behind Marin Morris, who is the size of my pinky. She's so cute and so precious looking. And she was honored with the like ally award of the night, like some sort of allyship award. Like I think they give it every year to somebody different, but she won it this year. I was walking up to the red carpet and I've said this before, but red carpets to me are kind of like water slides. Like you just have to like get on it and then you're just like on it and you just have to ride it. There's no, there's no way out. The only way out is through. 
And so I get onto the carpet and I see James Charles and I was like, oh, perfect. Now I have somebody to like go up to and bother because I was looking around and I was like, who am I going to entertain myself with over here? And I didn't see Anna Sophia Robb until she posted about it afterwards um, because I totally would have bothered her. But I saw James Charles and then he walked the carpet in front of me and then I was entering the ballroom where the dinner is held and James Charles is just standing there by the wall, like just standing there, like not even like texting or really just like standing. And I was like, hello. I was like, hey, James. Um, wow. It's so crazy that you're like here in person. It was like tr it was trippy because it's like James Charles. And I feel like he has such a memed Internet face that you're just like seeing it in person is like whoa um i was definitely taller than him his makeup did look good um it definitely looks i mean anytime i think you do a full beat like camera flash just makes it like pop but he was really sweet um i talked to him for three seconds i was like can we take some pictures and i like held up my g7x like i was like i'm getting hd I was like, I'm, we're doing HD. We're not doing some iPhone shit. And that was great. That was right before dinner. And then for three hours, I just sat there with my chicken, like pushing it around, eating it. Um, I was wearing bonobos. That was really great. Um, I had a rental Chanel bag. That was really fun. And yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any, there's any other like pieces of the night worth mentioning. Oh, Afterwards, I was, there was a, it was sponsored by Kettle One Vodka and there was open Kettle One Vodka bars everywhere. And I went up and I ordered a martini and the guy just dumped Kettle One into a cup of ice. So I was like walking around with this like literal cup of straight vodka and I was like, okay, I have to go. Like, I can't do this. Like, it's just not the vibe. Like, I can't. Just me, a bunch of gay guys, and a cup full of Kettle One. No chaser. I was like, oof, I gotta go. Oh, I saw Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls. That was kind of cool. I was like, yo, can I take a picture with you? Like, you're Aaron Samuels. And he was like, yeah, of course. Um, so that was cool. I saw Bowen Yang from SNL. I was like, hi. Um, just me going up to the gays and saying I'm a fan, um, probably the gayest thing I'll do all year. But afterwards I was like, I'm going to go. And it was in Midtown and I was like, oh, I miss Midtown. And I also realized that I still needed to get some AirPods cause I didn't have, I only have the Air Max pros, the crazy ones. And I was like, I just need those, the original little ones that stick in your ear not even the ones with the rubber around them like i just need the regular ones and i walk over to apple the 24-hour one i get inside and i'm like hi like i'd like to get some airpods this is like 11:45 p.m and that apple store is crazy the fifth avenue location insane and they're like oh, okay go wait over there and i go wait over there but i get antsy and so i start like wandering around and that's when somebody like comes to get me and they're like hello and i'm like oh sorry I got antsy. I like couldn't be over there anymore. I'm wearing a tuxedo, right? I'm wearing like a bow tie. Like I have this glitter Chanel bag just walking around the Apple store. And they were like, 
do you want to engrave these ear pods airpods and i was like uh sure what does that entail and the person was like the genius was like oh we're the only location in the world that offers engraving on site it'll take five minutes just like here's the ipad you can like pick out your characters we have a bunch of emojis that you can use and i was like oh shit okay and i was like what do i put on my airpods right like what do i put and so I am carrying my little Chanel bag and I decide to just put Chanel on my AirPods and the font that they use, I think is the same font that Chanel uses. Like it looks like Chanel and I'm kind of gagged by them. They're very cute. And then I walked out and this guy was texting me saying that I should come to this party downtown. And I was like, I can't do it because I live in Ridgewood and that's my thought process. I'm like, okay, so I'm in Midtown. I would have to go downtown and then I would have to go to Ridgewood or like <laughs> find some dude to go back to his place with. Like, I was just like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just can't do it. And so I was like, nah, like I can't. And he texted me like after I had gotten home, I'm like sitting on the couch, like breathing. And he's like, Emma Roberts is here. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, and BJ Novak. And I was like, oh, and BJ Novak. The thing about that is you can't have FOMO for something that like, I'm going to meet Emma Roberts. You know what I mean? And it's not, it wasn't going to be while I'm in a tuxedo with my rental Chanel bag. Like that wasn't the vibe. So it's okay. But I was like, okay, damn it. I was like all the way in Queens. I couldn't even be like, okay, let me, let, I'll, I'll show up now. So that happened. And uh, other than that, it's been like 10 out of 10 weather days. We've had some really great days weather-wise. Um, my terrace is making me nervous because I don't know how I'm going to furnish it. And my turf keeps blowing around in the wind and it gets hot as hell up there and I need some sort of umbrella and yeah that's I think that's pretty much where I'm at my mustache is still mustaching it's coming along been doing push-ups drinking water that's pretty much it sit lolly how are you I'm great. You're great. Yeah, living la vida loca. Living la vida time. loca. Yeah. Absolutely. You know who else is living la vida loca? Is Martha Stewart. At 81, she has just become the oldest person to cover Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. It's called Sports Illustrated, right? It's not Swimsuit Illustrated. What's the point of those magazines anymore? Because I know they used to be like kind of porny. And now it's like, okay, but now people have porn. So I guess the point is to look at swimsuits. Maybe. I wonder if Martha Stewart would have been put on if the magazine was still what it used to be. Mm. Like if the stakes were still as high. But um, the pictures were pretty good. Like Martha Stewart does look pretty good. 81 oh my god imagine being 81 that's like twice my age plus some years 
It's like old enough to be president in the U.S. Old enough to be president in the U.S. She should honestly be president. True. Yeah. So she actually talked to the New York Times and she had this like funny interview where they were asking her all the good questions, honestly. And um, so I'm just going to kind of summarize this because I think Martha Stewart is, I mean, I love somebody that goes to jail and comes back. Mm. I love that because she went to jail for like fraud, right? I think so. Yeah. Fraud. She's a fraudulent woman, but we still love her, you know? The New York Times asked, what gave you the gumption to pose? I love the word gumption. She said, actually, this was a rather large challenge. I had to make sure I was ready to pose in a bathing suit. It took a bit of vanity, but also a bit of confidence. I thought if I'm feeling good enough physically and mentally to do such a thing, I'm up for it. Gumption, which is true. It's like, how do you like do that? You know? Yeah. Were there physical challenges during the shoot? I had to wear nine different bathing suits. All these people were prodding me and talking about the girls. I have never called my breasts the girls in my life. I hate stuff like that. The whole time these people were nudging, poke this out, push that in. I had to put up with it for eight hours. Still, we were shooting in the Dominican Republic and I had a really good time. <laughs> the girls. I don't really, I don't really say that either. Like, I know that I don't have girls to speak of, but like, I don't think I, I'm not like the boys. Like, I don't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not like, I don't know. Do you, do you have a preferred word for boobs? Probably boobs or breasts. Maybe if I'm like at the doctor or something. Ugh, yeah. Breasts. Yeah. Breasts. I feel like boobs is like the safest one, but Definitely. boobs is a little. It like depends on the company you're in because you could also go for like a tit. Titties. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Titties is good, but tits are tits are totally crazy. different. Yeah. Tits. I like tits though. Like, yeah, I like tits better than titties. To me, titties is like, we get it. You're quirky. But to me, tits is like, okay, like tits. This is specific, but I feel like in writing, I might go titties. But in spoken, I might go tits. Writing, I'd go for boobs. Well, yeah, okay. Fair. But of the two, I mean. Okay, let's rank them. So there's okay. breasts, tits, titties, boobs, and knockers. Chest. Oh, Honkers. chest. Bosom. Knockers. Ooh, bosom. Big naturals. There you go. Okay, I like big naturals. Yeah. I'm going to throw a wacky one to the mix, but mommy milkers. Mommy milkers. Okay, mommy milkers. I think I think big naturals. Mm. I really am. You know what's even better than tit, or what's better than? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even better than tits is just a singular tit. Yeah. Like left tit, right tit. It's kind of giving testy. Testy. Just one. Yeah, testy. Yeah. Yeah. Tit. Tit for tat. Yeah. I think tit for tat is such a good one too, but mm. tits. I think boobs. You know what's not really good though is boobies. Boobies worse. It's giving wristbands. No, boobies giving like third grade. Boobies giving babysitter. <laughs> boobies giving <laughs> boobies. Boobies and chest are at the opposite mm -hmm. ends. Mm -hmm. So you've got boobies and you've got chest. Yeah. Maybe bo is bosom behind chest or in front of chest? It's closer to boobies, I think. Okay. Yeah. Bosom. <laughs> it's giving Shakespeare. Yeah, it's giving Shakespeare. Yeah. I don't like bosom. Mm. I would say 
boobs. Mm-hmm. No, I would say tit, okay. tits, boobs, big naturals, knockers, breasts. I would never say breasts. No, yeah. I feel like breasts is like demeaning, like breasts. It's sterile. It's like female. Yeah, it's yeah, total anatomy. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, somebody raised the question the other day. Um, I'm always looking for dinner questions. So maybe I'll leave you with a dinner question and not a dinner fact. But cookies, pies, cakes, ice cream, brownies, and you have to rank them. And so mine immediately is cake, cookies, pies, brownies, ice cream. And you might be weirded out by my pie placement, but I do like a pecan pie or like like a lemon meringue pie. There are certain pies that are safe. Just don't put any dirty rotten fruit in the pie and Same we're way. safe. But I can eat a cherry pie okay. and a raspberry pie. And just to clarify, was ice cream at the top or the bottom? The bottom. Okay. Got it. For me. Yeah. What was your what's yours? Man, I don't know. I don't even know if you can remember them all. I think ice cream's probably at the top. See, it's always it's, it's always top or bottom. bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Then probably cookies, then brownies. Then cake, then pie. Oh god! I don't like you a put, fruit pie. Either. You're like you hate cake. I like, but, uh, but I like that. Cake. I like that question because it is informative. Like now yeah. that I know that you're like an ice cream girl, like you know what I mean. Yeah. I yeah. Do. <laughs> like ice cream <laughs> is the tits. Yeah. I kind of like the tits um, as like a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've got the tits and you've got the pits, and the mm-hmm. pits is like. Oh God, like we were in the pits or like, Oh God, like that was the pits, <laughs> but the tits <laughs> are the tits. Um, wow. Okay. So that's your dinner question for you guys. Rank those five things. Um, I want to talk about, of course, Taylor Swift we've we've come to the taylor swift portion of our episode although before we get into taylor swift um i just want to say that i've had a lovely time wearing my watch and there really is something to be said for like putting on a new like having a new era like i'm i'm very fulfilled and nothing in my life is different really but like i'm I needed this change. So I can't reiterate that enough. If you're listening and you're like feeling stagnant and stale, just like put on a watch, get a haircut, grow a mustache, get a push up bra. You know what I mean? Like do something that like changes your whole vibe and makes you feel like it's Halloween for like a day. And then you're like, wait, it's not Halloween. This is just who I am now. Um, Let's talk about Taylor Swift when we get back from the break. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Harry FM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
You're listening to Harry Tales, recorded live in New York City. Your one-stop shop for everything you saw on TikTok this week. The only radio station. Harry Tales. And we're back. And we're going to talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor had an eventful week. She really does keep feeding us. Every week, I think, okay, like she's fed us for a minute. She can go like hide, but she she's not going to hide. She is with us and she's here to stay. She just played Pittsburgh, Philly. She was like, this is my hometown. And somebody posted a map of Philly to Reading, Pennsylvania. And they were like, okay, sis, it's an hour and a half away, but like, sure. And I was like, okay, but I say I'm from Chicago when really I'm like from the burbs. So like, I get it. You know what I mean? 20,000 people showed up outside the stadium, allegedly. I don't know how you can count 20,000 people, but the crowds outside of the stadium of Swifties listening to the concert from outside the concert grow each and every single show. Like it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. When it gets to LA, she is going to have like, like, I don't know, what should she do to like manage that? I don't know. Like put seats in the parking lot. Like, uh, what is it called? Tailgating. Mm. It's giving tailgate, yeah. but it's like, this is, and people keep tweeting that it's like Beatlemania. Like we haven't seen anybody like this. And it's just like, if you ever do get sick of rooting for the anti-hero, just know that like your time will come and you won't have to like defend her. Right. Cause like the proof is in the pudding. And I think she knows that <laughs> being a Taylor Swift attorney, the Maddie Healy stuff is ramping up though, because Taylor Swift and Maddie Healy were seen leaving electric lady studios here in New York city. He's leaving with a Louis Vuitton keep all duffel bag and the duffel bag to me at first, when I saw Maddie Healy going in to visit Taylor, he's carrying the duffel bag and he's wearing a hat that says Land Rover, but all the letters are chopped out. So it just says lover. So we were like, all right, so this is happening. It's fine. I mean, we knew it was happening ever since we saw them holding hands last week, but there's something about this keep all the Louis Vuitton bag. I was like, oh, perfect. Anytime Taylor Swift is pictured with anything Louis Vuitton, like I'm very happy because it's like a, a combo meal of my two favorite things. And she doesn't have any good Louis Vuitton bags. She stepped out once wearing like, I'm pretty sure it was that crazy outfit where she's wearing a harness and the shirt that says, this is my fight song. She's carrying a Louis Vuitton bag with that outfit. So like good for her for doing that. But she doesn't really do designer bags. Like she could, I, I just want to see her with a Chanel bag like once, but She's never really with Louis Vuitton bags. So I was like, whatever, we're getting Louis Vuitton, Taylor Swift content. But then a TikToker, of course, was like, let's talk about this Louis Vuitton bag and what's inside of it. And I was like, what? I was like, how are you going to tell us what's inside this bag? He's just walking across the sidewalk. Apparently, due to the way that the bag falls the bag is carrying a synth which is like in pop terms it's the big thing that pop stars use to make music with on the go like you can like do a bunch of things on it plug in your microphone sing like change all the things 
so allegedly that's what he's carrying. And this TikToker claims this because there's like a dip in the bag and like it's this whole thing. I don't know what to make of the Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy thing, though. Like. In terms of if they're dating or like, are they just producing music together? Or something? They have to be producing music together, right? I mean, if he's going into the Electric Lady Studios, it seems super likely. But at the same time, I could see how she might not want to have like those fingerprints or something on her. On her music. Records, yeah. like going forward. Yeah, because yeah. she doesn't really give, when she does, uh, I mean, I guess she does only give the the big verses to the guys, though. Like, she doesn't really give verses to the girls. Like, Phoebe Bridgers oh. got one in yeah. Nothing New. Um, that's the name of the song, right? Nothing New? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Phoebe Bridgers, yeah. But Snow on the Beach, yeah. you know, we were all like, where's Lana? Um the one with Haim, Nobody, No Crime. Where were they? Uh, but Coney Island, we have that big verse from Bon Iver. No, that's Evermore. Yeah. Evermore. Yeah. Coney Island is somebody else. The National. Whatever. Long story short, she only gives verses to guys. And then they come out of Electric Lady Studio. She's wearing an NYU pullover. And looking very like Vampire Weekend cover girl. Like she's wearing these like little little shoes. She's wearing her pullover. Her hair is just like absolutely American girl perfect. She has the bangs. And he is carrying the duffel bag again. The Louis Vuitton duffel bag. It wasn't just any recording date though. It was a party allegedly. Like Florence and the Machines were there. Or Florence Welsh. Um, Margaret Qualey was there. Jack Antonoff was there. Like a bunch of people came out of there. And so people were like the party at Electric Lady Studios. So I'm not too sure what that means. Um, I would love if all of these people were on 1989 TV. But, you know, we haven't even gotten Speak Now TV. Who knows when she'll give us 1989 TV. I could see her giving it to us this year. Did you see the poster? There was like a vinyl poster at one of the concerts that maybe wasn't supposed to be out. Yeah, but like, wasn't that fake? Oh, or was it was not? It? I, I don't didn't know. Think so. Swifties be faking stuff. Like, I I still can't get over the carabiners for twenty bucks because I really I want those. Man, I but know basically now. there was a poster spotted at one of the shows where it said like. 1989 tv and it had a picture of taylor wearing sunglasses and it looked convincing like i could see it being real but i don't think taylor's production would allow for something like that to slip out yeah i think you're right like i don't think she would that truck hasn't even left the shipping department (laughs) yeah yeah it looks like it's fake yeah and then you know we get fed by Taylor, but we also get fed by all the TikTok people that go to the concerts and make videos. Like there was one girl that was sitting right below the box with Taylor's dad and Matt Healy in it. And she was like, yeah. And we just asked if they were dating and he like said yes. And I was like, I just like, don't know if I believe you. And you know, the first video always goes viral. And then everybody's like story time, story time, story time. And this random person hops on and is like, 
you know, you can tell they've never spoken to their iPhone camera and they're like, hey, like, didn't expect to make this. Um, so, um, yeah. And it's just like, why, why are we trusting you? Like, I don't trust you. Mm. But there was another girl who was involved with the whole thing where she's singing Bad Blood and the security guard was like, telling her to get off the thing or like manhandling her so taylor mid song is like hey stop she wasn't doing anything she's fine hey stop taylor swift is singing bad blood and she sees like a little like scuffle happening and she keeps singing but she also is like hey stop (laughs) because baby now he got bad blood she wasn't doing anything no 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 hey stop the way she kept singing killed me like the way she wasn't just like like tell the band to stop although i don't even know if that is possible but did you notice that it was like she stopped singing but it her voice kept going and i was like okay i know there's a backing track to this show of course because like these are all pop songs and like you know in order for them to sound how they sound you need to have a backing track but i it kind of did raise the question like how much is taylor really singing because i know she's obviously singing for all three hours but it's just like which parts and i don't even think she's trying to hide like it's not even that she's trying to hide that she's using a backing track or like whatever but um it's just interesting just got me thinking and then the fact that it was during bad blood you know name a better song for a scuffle to happen during and then of course she sings mastermind she sings that she's a mastermind we know that she's a mastermind when something like this happens and it causes headlines you really have to keep it in your mind that there's a three percent chance that she could have planned that that she could have planted you know, a bad security guard to like not do anything bad, but like kind of like, you know, give some people a hard time so that she can be the hero. And like during one of her songs, you know, she said, all right, man, like I'm going to pay you extra. Just like give these girls a hard time during bad blood and then we'll get you on your way. Like I did see someone say that she that they thought maybe like it was purposeful to to disprove the lip singing thing. Because you can hear her say, like, hey, stop, and all that stuff. And if you can hear her say that, then, like... But exactly. my thing is, is, like, the song keeps going. Yeah. And I know yeah. she keeps singing, but, like, there is... There's moments totally. during that little interaction where, like... Because, baby, now we got bad blood. And her saying, like, hey, stop, like, are happening at the same time. Right. So that's why I'm, like... Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Her mic is on. Her mic is mic'd the fuck on. Like, nobody's denying that. Um, to me, I'm just, like... I could see her being like, let's let's give this show a headline and yeah. like let me be a hero really quick. But I don't know. We've we've yet to see anybody like die during the concert. It's true. <laughs> could you imagine like a like I don't even want like a Astro World kind of vibe? Imagine. That would never happen though. I mean during Not at a Taylor Swift concert. Some girl did make a yeah. video um during the rain show yeah. that like she was like and I felt like very unsafe and like everybody was taller than me and we were like crammed in there. I was like, honey, look, yeah, shitty situation. Like it was a rained out show. Everybody had to like huddle for safety. What did you want? 
Taco Bell to be delivered to your seat. Like, I don't know. And I, I think I'm pretty sure she like turned off the comments. Cause like, I'm sure everybody was like, cause I was like, are y'all agreeing with this? Like, is this okay to like, just be like, I felt very, un it's like you weren't unsafe though. Yeah. No offense. Like I get it. Like your personal space was invaded. It sucks to have to huddle with people. Let's be real. Like Kim, there are people dying. Um, the other fun part about these shows over the weekend was that uh, I think his name's Michael. He's the kid that made the bejeweled dance. The like, I can still make the whole place shimmer. And he has the mm -hmm. fingers. He, he got tickets to the show because Taylor Nation reached out to him and asked if they could use the dance. Because Taylor uses the dance on stage. That was interesting to me because what is proper compensation for something like that? I was kind of going back and forth with it myself being like, he should have been compensated a lot more. They should have like, mm. whatever, whatever. But if she were to pay him like a billion dollars and like do this and this and this, doesn't that set a weird precedent for like anybody else that like does something within the fandom that somehow gets big enough to be noticed by Taylor? Yeah, I think so. Like it creates this weird danger, like, yeah. or like this weird dangerous precedent, like totally. then other people that like, you know, created a TikTok moment or a viral sound could be like, Hey Taylor, like I did this too. Like, why aren't you giving me a million dollars and like whatever, whatever. So I think what they did is good. They got him to the show. She gave him the 22 hat, which I want to know if anybody knows how they choose the 22 person because it's always VIP. It's always a VIP person. It has to be chosen ahead of time. It's usually somebody's like kid. Um, I just want to know how that's hap how that happens. Like, does somebody say, all right, 22 is about to happen. She's going to give you the hat. Go stand right there in like the 22 hat giving place. Cause it's the same place every night. It's the same vibe every night. Like she, she gives her hat to a fan every night. Um, it's usually a kid who doesn't know what's going on, which is great, I guess, for making core memories. But are they really going to remember that? I would frame that hat, a bubble frame, like a big like frame, like a fish tank on the wall to like put the hat in. I have an adjacent related question. Yeah. Because now I'm wondering if I am totally gullible okay. for another TikTok. No way. Um, so Bell there's for another TikTok. a video of, I think, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman at the show. Mm -hmm. And in the background, allegedly, is Phoebe Bridgers and Bo Burnham. Is it real? Because yes. that seems like very silly yes. for Keith Urban to accidentally do. Okay. You're asking if the Keith Urban, like just him like doing it is real, not if Phoebe and Bo are real. Because Phoebe and yeah. Bo are definitely real. I'm asking if like all of it. I mean, is it actually them in the back? It's actually them in the back. And do we think it was actually an accident? Or do you think they were like, you know what would be the funniest thing ever? For us to just come out with our relationship officially or more officially through this that's weird Keith Urban channel. What, that's always what I want to know because yeah. I could see it both ways. I could see them literally being in the same mm. tent as Keith and Nicole and being like, hi guys, like, how are you? Like, enjoy the show and just doing their own thing, AKA yeah. making out. Or yeah. I could also see Keith and Nicole being like, 
like our managers told us we should make a TikTok here. Like, do you guys have any ideas? And they were like, how about just like enjoy the concert? We're going to be back here. We'll give a little smoochy action and like you'll go viral. Yeah. That's how it went in my mind. But like, yeah, I want to say it's 50 50. It's yeah. a 50 50 chance. Fair enough. Yeah. But Jennifer Lawrence was also there. And Jennifer Lawrence has that interesting moment where she's on some talk show or interview and she's like, I think she's one of the only celebrities to go on a show or interview and ask about Carly and Taylor. Like she was literally like, I just want to know what's happening between Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift. Like, is that a thing? Like, I'm curious. And then people stitched it with Carly Kloss. I think it was during a 73 questions, but they were like, are you and Taylor still friends? And Carly Kloss like stutters and she's like, um, just Jessica, Je Jennifer Lawrence was wondering, don't worry, we are still very good friends. And I was like, I don't believe you mm -hmm. because TikTok made me not believe it. But uh, Jennifer Lawrence was at the concert and Carly Kloss wasn't. So it is kind of like, did Taylor tell Jennifer? I don't know. And Carly has a good excuse with the pregnancy. Yeah, for sure. She does have a good excuse. She is pregnant. Yeah. Have any pregnant people gone? I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But you Probably. could easily be like, oh, well. I yeah, yeah, don't. yeah. Yeah, people bringing kids, ki like young kids is yeah. crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think she knows what she's doing. I was trying to decide, like, because... Beyonce's tour Renaissance just kicked off in Europe for some reason. I'm not, yeah. I mean, in my mind, I'm just like, she didn't want to compete with Taylor, but there's definitely other reasons for it kicking off in a different country, I think. Or maybe it is that. Seems like it could be a that compelling she's one. Going, not, not that they have any like beef or anything. I don't yeah. think they do, but like, I just think Taylor's people were, or Beyonce's people were probably like, maybe don't go head to head with like the biggest tour in the world right now. Um, but by starting in Stockholm, I think that's where she started. Like there's all these videos of just S Stockholm people sitting there in the stands, <laughs> not dancing or doing anything. And people on Twitter were like, it's so funny. Like you guys are just discovering like Nordic indifference or like Nordic <laughs> stoicism. And I was like, no, Nordic stoicism. That's, that's your excuse for people not dancing along to Beyonce is that they're stoic in Nordica in Stockholm I don't know um I was just like maybe it's just not a good show but no Ooh. Beyonce no she looks incredible she is incredible she's a great performer I think it's going to be a great show if a toothbrush brand wants to send me to Renaissance I would go in a heartbeat um I don't think it's just Nordic stoicism that is creating stoic crowds at Beyonce's show. I think what it is, is with these re-records, and I feel like I say this all the time, but with the re-records, Taylor Swift is indoctrinating a new generation of fans with each one, yeah. with each album, regardless of whether it's TV or Taylor. Like She is just like, by going back and putting out her throwbacks to when she was like a teenage girl, mm -hmm she's doing this thing where like she's getting new young fans and so that means that the concerts become 
their first like this is going to be their first concert like the Ares tour is going to be their first big concert even if they're just dancing in the parking lot which is insane but I don't think Beyonce has that she got her audience and her audience is like grown and now like fully like there's no reason for a little kid to be listening to renaissance but there is a reason for a little kid to be listening to anti-hero and you could argue like okay well renaissance is like a fun club album and anti-hero is like a corny ass kid song both of those arguments hold up in court in my opinion but it doesn't change the facts. Yeah, I think you're totally right too because you listen to those. I'd be such a bad ones. lawyer. I'd be like, so that is my point, sir. And the judge would be like, is the point in the room with us now? <laughs> like, where is it? I'd be like, oh, well, don't, can't you like infer what I'm trying to say, miss? Uh, yeah, so, so that's... Uh, that's Taylor Swift. We actually just got breaking news from Taylor Swift because I opened Twitter. And Taylor Lautner is talking about Speak Now TV. And he said, I think it's a great album. Yeah, I feel safe. Praying for John. Oh. And I still don't know if John is actually worried about this album coming out again. I just can't get over the idea of the re-releases is insane to me. Like, truly never been done before. Crazy. The fact that, and the fact that each album gets bigger and bigger. Like, we've had Speak Now for a decade. Yeah. And now it's coming back and it's going to break all the records and we're all going to buy it again. Yeah, but like, it's totally like you said, if you're 17 listening to Speak Now, it's a totally different experience. Absolutely. And they're getting to listen to they're it like to it's the first it. time yes. for them. That's yeah you're yeah. gonna create a humongous fan well and i talk to people all the time that like got into taylor swift during folklore like i know a lot of people in 2020 really had nothing better to do than like try yeah and like they really got into it and ever since then taylor's been like on the up and up and it really is just like what is she gonna do next she really makes me want to let my art speak for itself my art being Instagram stories. Um, I just, there's something about not saying anything outside of what you're really actively doing that makes it so that like the art speaks for itself. Like, you know what I mean? She hasn't given us an interview. Like I need mm. something to shoot on. Like I need some, I need her to say something. Yeah. She's just like not going to. She doesn't need to. And it's all you have to look at. Like if you're trying to find meaning, the only you can't just go listen to her say what the meaning is. You have to like examine and examine. People were talking about uh Better Than Revenge, which is famously her anti slut anthem <laughs> against Camille Bell, Camila Bell, who Joe Jonas dated after Taylor Swift. And the lyrics go, you know, she's better known for the things that she does on a mattress. Whoa. <laughs> um, she's not a saint and she's not what you think. She's an actress. Whoa. She's better known for the things that she does on a mattress. Whoa. Um, all the dogs start barking. <laughs> but 
Rolling Stone was debating like whether or not she should change it to make some sort of like grand feminist gesture. And mm. they were like, no, she shouldn't. Cause like that would um, destroy the integrity of the song and like what she's trying to do with the re-records, which makes the original a moot point, right? That's yeah. like what she's trying to do. When she gets to Taylor Swift debut, she's going to have to decide in picture to burn mm. If she's going to say, that's fine, I'll just tell mine you're gay. Yeah. Because that's like a great line. But she changed it. I She changed it right after she put it out, I think. Yeah, I think so. Which was way ahead of her time because she did not need to do that. Like back then, like telling telling your friends that he's gay was like par for the course, right? Is that, I wonder, I wonder if that's still an insult today. To like, like, is that yeah. a good jab to like, be scorned by a guy like if a girl is scorned by a guy to like go around and be like he's gay because i feel like girls today would be like that's okay yeah like i still want him yeah i don't think that would be isn't that funny it's like isn't that really funny how that works yeah isn't that weird that like Beautiful. saying he's gay is like not uh is not maybe that's it's progress yeah wait tea <laughs> Oh my God. Best award for the best gay epiphany award goes to the fact that Taylor Swift was right. If Taylor Swift released picture to burn gay version, Taylor's version, it would break the internet. Yeah. And it would indoctrinate the new generation to a whole new way of dissing their ex, right? Telling somebody that they're gay which doesn't really hold up in court anymore because everybody's gay. Yeah. And it's it, more of a compliment now these days. Yeah. Um, I was recording that for my IG, IG, IG Liwa. I actually did come across a dinner fact um, and I'm going to share it now. Do we have any more words on Taylor Swift's latest antics? I don't think so. The, the Maddie Healy story is ongoing. We'll keep you updated. But as of right now, I hope they're making music. I would love a Taylor Swift bop with the 1975. Sorry, I don't care. I think he's hot. And I think people are confused. I think there is like a division right now between whether people think he's hot or people think he's not. Or like people think he's hot, but not for Taylor. Or like vice versa. And I'm just like, you know, at least it's not like imagine if she went out with Chris Brown, right? Or somebody that oh. people like don't like yeah. because like he like beat up Rihanna or like, you yeah. know, had had some like crazy past that like really made him like not okay. Although Maddie Healy is questionable, but yeah, he's got some that's neither here nor there. Right. I'm gonna leave you with a dinner fact. This is a fun one. I learned it on TikTok. It has to do with the invention of the shopping cart. So in the 1940s or 50s, they had shopping carts, the ones that you hold, right? Okay. And the grocery store owner was watching people shop. And once that got full and their arm was heavy, they would leave. They would like check out and leave. Like they were like, I'm done shopping, whatever. So they were like, well, what if we kept them shopping? So he made this stand, this rolling stand that you could put that cart into. So like you would get your shopping cart or your um, carrier. They're both called shopping carts, right? Shopping yeah. thing. Basket. Basket, shopping basket. And you would put it on the cart thing. But people didn't like it. Men said that it made them feel effeminate. 
because it's kind of gay to be pushing something in a grocery store. And women thought that it felt like pushing a stroller. So they were like, Mm. eh, like trigger. He hired people to walk around the store with the shopping carts and just make it look like attractive as hell. Like just make it look cool. Make it look like, wow, that's really working. They're able to carry so much. They would just walk around filling their carts up to the brim. And it caught, it caught on and people started using the shopping carts, but they were bulky and they didn't fold or anything. So like some guy came along and he developed nesting shopping carts, which is what we have today where you like push the thing in. So that's a fact that you can bring to dinner, bring it to your dinner date. When, uh, there's a lull in the conversation, you can say, Hey, um, you ever go shopping with a shopping cart? And when he's like, uh, yeah. Or maybe he'll be like, no, that's gay. But if he's like, uh, yeah, you could be like, well, I know how they were invented. And then you can tell him that. And then really you guys good. will go home and do it. Um, have you seen the Target shopping carts that stop working at a certain point in the parking lot? Yeah. That's insane. Who I don't understand. I don't understand that. But that's insane. I know it's so that you can't take the shopping cart. Yeah. But I'm like, it, are people really taking that many shopping carts? Because there's videos of people sitting in their car. If you haven't seen them, some targets have smart shopping carts that stop rolling at a certain point in the parking lot. Like they will literally like the person pushing them will just like fall over the handlebars because like it'll just stop and then they'll try to push it like really push it. And there's people sit in their cars and just watch people all day get fucked on their shopping carts crazy but enough about shopping carts enough about taylor swift enough about getting accidentally baked off the lollipop from the mother's day sale i hope you all have a fantastic week and we will talk to you very soon goodbye